0: There might be strong language in this. There might be some adult content. Who knows, you might get lucky. Hello, person listening to this. It's decidedly not James Acaster here, your favorite comedian. In 2017, James Acaster had a breakdown. In order to get through that breakdown, he bought as much music from the previous year as possible. As a result, he now owns over 600 albums that came out in 2016. He's convinced that 2016 was the greatest year in music of all time. But it's not enough for him to be convinced. He wants to convince every single one of you. This week, we're discussing the songs Alana Connolly may have listened to in 2016. Alana has two public playlists on Spotify prior to the year 2022, both created in winter 2015. The production team of this podcast agrees that we can reasonably assume that Alana was listening to these playlists through 2016, her sophomore spring and junior fall of college. Don't Worry, Be Happy is the first of Alana's public playlists. It would be easy if I could say all 58 songs in the playlist were lo-fi beats that point to a chill, calming, cheery mood. But these songs, from Your Body is a Wonderland, to Closing Time, to I'm On My Way, point to a more nostalgic mood. The latter and equally embarrassing playlist is entitled Better You're So 2000 and Late Suck It Sarami. I understand the background of this playlist to be a response to Sarika Ramaswamy's "Your So 2000 and Late playlist. The playlist starts with Low by Flo Rida featuring T Pain, moves into a mashup of Backstreet Boys and Sync, with interludes of Rihanna, six Kelly Clarkson songs in a row, and another bridge of six Maroon Five songs in a row. Our guest this week is esteemed friend of Alana Connolly's, Jack Miosi. Say hi, Jack.
1: Hello. Happy to be here.
0: Thanks for coming, Jack. We're so happy to have you on the Perfect Sounds podcast.
1: I'm very happy to be here.
0: So, over the past week, you've done some studying on the albums I've given you. Lana Connolly's 2016 playlists. If it can be called that. (laughs) Because she made them in 2015? Yes. We can reasonably assume she was listening to these songs in 2016.
1: Okay.
0: Do you disagree?
1: (laughs) I mean, none of the songs are from 2016, so hard to... Even call it that.
0: I can understand a throwback. Sure. Of the two playlists, do you have a preference on where we start?
1: Don't Worry, Be Happy.
0: Don't Worry, Be Happy. Guest choice. So Don't Worry, Be Happy, to me, is quite a mashup. What were your first thoughts of of Alana's Don't Worry, Be Happy playlist?
1: I mean, I couldn't have been more thrilled with the first song. (laughs) Banana Pancakes is an absolute (laughs) classic that takes me back to my high school days when I only listened to Jack Johnson. (laughs) Banana Pancakes happens to be one of five songs I know all the lyrics to. (laughs) So, I was very pumped.
0: Care to prove it?
1: No. (laughs) Not anymore. I mean, you can even hear the rain in the background. And it just strikes me as like, it hits the theme. Don't worry, be happy. Like, it's a happy song. It's talking about coziness and nostalgia and like all these great things. Uh, but as you move on into the playlist, it just felt like Alana didn't know where she was going with this. She kind of just had a bunch of songs. It was some new age, Jack Johnson, uh, Coldplay. Like, I guess they're kind of loosely tied in. But then she starts going back to the oldies, Dad Rock, John Denver, uh, James Taylor. And when she was titling this playlist, I feel like she was only focused on Banana Pancakes. (laughs) And Don't Worry, Be Happy. (laughs)
0: I want to push back on that. Is John Denver not a don't-worry-be-happy artist?
1: Well, Country Roads isn't necessarily happy.
0: Take me home?
1: Take me home because he's no longer home. So he wants to go somewhere that he is not. So it implies that he is currently in an unhappy state and he wants to go somewhere where he would be happy. So in a lot of ways he is very worried and he's very unhappy.
0: Well, let's get into the mind of 2015 into 2016,
1: Alana. Okay. Jack Miosi has recently graduated college. <laughs> Immediately unhappy. She can sense that Jack Miosi is <laughs> no longer She senses the loss at Midnight Mug. <laughs> Serving up smiles. <laughs>
0: As we go into this playlist, Accidentally in Love, Sweet Caroline, September, these are bangers. Yeah, but September...
1: Don't Worry, Be Happy isn't about bangers. When I hear Don't Worry, Be Happy, I'm thinking Banana Pancakes and, like, relaxed and, like, soothing, happy songs.
0: Sure. What do you think about... The artist versus the art. Do you think you can separate the John Mayer from the John Mayer classics? The Train from the Soul Sister?
1: I mean, I don't even remember who Hey Soul Sister Train is.
0: Let's refresh your memory.
1: Wow. (laughs) I have not heard this since I was in the 8th grade.
0: Do you feel better off?
1: No, I I, I feel very unhappy.
0: Maybe the pie I feel pie very pa- worried. <laughs> worried for Alana. One
1: could say. I would also say more concerned for myself.
0: Maybe you need a little more of the playlist to lift you back into those "Don't worry, be happy" spirits, like like American Pie.
1: All about a person dying.
0: I think multiple people dying.
1: Yeah. Well, mainly one. <laughs> the other people were just kind of like <laughs> there. So people were kind of like, yeah, I guess Richie was in that plane, but whatever.
0: There is a section of the playlist that speaks to what I understand to be your music sensibilities. Irish music. Like Caledonia, Galway Girl.
1: I do like Galway Girl.
0: No, no love for Caledonia.
1: Get that shit out of here.
0: <laughs> it's the real Galway Girl too, by the High Kings.
1: <laughs> Don't know the High Kings, but I'm sure they do a royal job. Just kidding, not royal, because the Irish hate royalty. <laughs> Sorry, Lana.
0: I love that. I love that. My girl is in here. That's yeah. That's that's. I guess happy. Don't Worry, Be Happy. Three Little Birds, to me, says Don't Worry, Be Happy, almost explicitly.
1: I don't know it.
0: Yes, you do, Jack.
1: Never heard this song in my life. Who is this? I don't know that. Opening riff, it felt very concerning. (laughs) That's like something you hear, like the 10 guitar is what you hear in your dreams. Your nightmares, if you will. Well, you
0: only have bad dreams.
1: Yes. And often it's very music-based.
0: So these 58 songs in the Don't Worry, Be Happy 2015 playlist, not your jam?
1: Some of them are very much my jam. Like I said, banana pancakes. Can't go wrong with it. Very Don't Worry, Be Happy vibes. But you start getting into some... Iffy territory where I'm feeling perhaps a little concerned uh, and very, very much worried uh, when I'm listening to Train or, you know, I mean.
0: Your body is a wonderland.
1: Yeah, that's not my thing. It was a
0: tough pick by Alana. (laughs) Winter 2015 was.
1: She was having a, she was having a a tough
0: time. time.
1: She didn't know what she wanted.
0: Well, she wanted to not worry and...
1: She wanted the branded version of happiness, but she was so unhappy that she didn't know Mm. what that actually sounded Mm. like.
0: I think there are some songs in here that point to a real optimistic turnaround. (laughs) Like the song, Don't Worry, Be Happy. It's a bit on the nose. (laughs) (laughs) Send Me On My Way. Rusted Root can turn any day around.
1: Don't send me on my way. Like about like end my life. Like send me. Send me on my way.
0: Okay. okay, What about. uh, End it all. Let's go back to college. I miss Serena so much. I can't wait to do sophomore year with her. Yeah.
1: That makes you happy. Don't worry. (laughs) Be happy.
0: There's only three likes on this playlist.
1: Yeah, that's that's about right.
0: Telling. Okay, so on a scale of one to five, how many stars would you give Alana's Don't Worry Be Happy playlist?
1: Five for Banana Pancakes, uh, five for John Denver, even though he's a very unhappy man in that song, and uh, one out of five for everything else.
0: Okay. Not doing great for 2016 being Alana's best year in music. Correct. Now, the back half, if you will. Alana's second playlist she made prior to 2016. Better You're So 2000 and Late, parenthetical Suck It Sarami.
1: Well, that title is total nonsense to me. I was very pleased with this this playlist.
0: The, The backstory, from what I remember... Sarika had made a playlist first, the Year So 2000 and Late playlist. All the bangers from our early aughts. And then Alana had some edits. I believe there were other people involved, collaborators, maybe an Austin Rose, maybe an Emma Marshall, coming together to create... All people a-
1: I do not trust. <laughs> coming
0: together to create the Better Year So 2000 and Late Suck it Sarami playlist. Now, unlike Don't Worry, Be Happy, we have proof that Alana listened to this playlist after 2015. Because the last four songs on this playlist, the last five songs on this playlist, were added in 2017 and 2019.
1: Very interesting decision to only add two songs in an (laughs) entire year, and then three two years later.
0: (laughs) Proof that this playlist is everlasting.
1: Until 2019. (laughs) The pandemic really killed this playlist.
0: The only other playlists that Alana has public on Spotify are from 2020. Every single one of those playlists is titled with an emoji. Potentially representing how she feels about that playlist or how that playlist makes her feel.
1: Her inability to articulate what she believes.
0: I don't know. Better you're so 2000 and late suck at Sarami. It's pretty articulate if you ask me.
1: It took me until just now to understand that better You're so two thousand and late <laughs> means it is better than the your so two thousand and late podcast or playlist or whatever the hell they're called. Context that was nonsense. Is important.
0: <laughs> so, what did you like about this playlist specifically?
1: Pretty much, every, yeah. I mean it's like quite literally my early high school early like middle school life early all. high school i was in high school in the late 2000s
0: stressful okay all right
1: so, so- all of these places soldier boy i can vividly remember being at the gonzaga mixer where the sweat was dripping off the ceiling and i was sitting in a bleacher because i did not want to participate in the forceful grinding on women without asking which was like totally cool back then and it's not weird at all even though i clearly felt something was off but then soldier boy came on i was on the dance floor i mean it was like the first song where there was just like a defined dance where like now everybody has it like every single song that comes out it's like this whole thing where you have uptown funk it's like all about the elbows or whatever but soldier boy i mean that that really ignited that whole movement Stanky Leg. I mean, all of these songs started coming out.
0: What do you think Alana's inclusion of Crank That, parenthetical, Soldier Boy?
1: I think it was a craving for that type of song to come back. I mean, hopefully at our wedding the band plays this, because <laughs> she clearly needs this back in her life, and she desperately wants to show that she has secretly been practicing this dance since when she was probably in fifth grade and they started doing this dance, and she was the only one that didn't know how to do it.
0: So, you're seeing this playlist as an outlet. Yes. Therapy.
1: Therapy. Enjoyment of the late 2000s, a better time, you know. Uh, the surge in Iraq was successful. <laughs> uh, Afghanistan, you know, we still got 11 good years going there. Uh, that was just Bush was on the out. Obama was coming in. There was a lot of there was a lot of joy in late two thousands.
0: I see it as a manifestation of Alana's ambition to be better than Sarami. Hmm. Suck it! It's pretty, pretty on the nose.
1: Like that analysis.
0: (laughs) Other than Soldier Boy, (laughs) you picked one song out of this playlist.
1: A playlist, I mean, frankly, going back to Don't Worry, Be Happy, a playlist really only needs one good song. I mean, look at Banana Pancakes. I mean, that almost brought that whole playlist to a five.
0: Didn't you give Banana Pancakes?
1: One out of five. But that was because you asked me to rate the playlist, so I felt like I had to give a rating based off of other songs.
0: So how would you rate this playlist?
1: Five out of five.
0: Five out of five? Don't
1: even hesitate.
0: with. Multiple Rihanna songs, not just on the playlist, but in a row.
1: I mean, look, if you shuffle, that's going to be a nice intermixed display of Rihanna that you need in the late 2000s, because frankly, every single one of those songs was playing on the radio nonstop. But at the same time, it allows for you to adjust to certain moods. I mean, sometimes you're just in a Rihanna mood and you don't necessarily know it because you get one Rihanna song. And then you move on and you're like, god damn it, it's over. But now in this very well curated, perfectly curated playlist, frankly, you get Rihanna and then all of a sudden you're warmed up to it and then you get six more songs. I mean, talk <laughs> about like pure joy.
0: Can the same be said for five Maroon 5 songs in a row?
1: I mean, it's in, It's all in the name. Maroon 5. <laughs> and they they have... they. I don't think anybody realizes that mistaken. they were meant to be listened to in groups of five songs.
0: <laughs> there, there are six Maroon 5 songs.
1: Okay, well that's clearly a mistake. We'll, <laughs> we'll chalk that up to just an accident.
0: What do, you, what do you take to be Alana's meaning behind the inclusion of Blue Daba D, a a 1998 banger, definitely a banger, but in the You're So 2000 and Late playlist?
1: From my memory, I, and this was really having a big resurgence in the late 2000s. I mean, whenever I was going, again, going back to these Gonzaga mixers, which were true bangers, this was one of the top songs that got played mm-hmm. all the time. Girls and guys just grinding nonstop to this song. It was amazing.
0: Do you think Alana was calling on her years of middle school grinding when she was, yes. I guess 2000s would be, yeah, middle school for us.
1: It's like the beginning of the grinding sca- stage. Yeah. Stage.
0: Sure. What do you take to be the meaning behind her inclusion of R. Kelly?
1: You know, that didn't age particularly well, given the circumstances. Look, we've but
0: had this conversation, art versus artist. Can you separate the two?
1: Yes. I mean, the guy made great music, and... <laughs> Late 2000s was pinnacle time to say something like that, <laughs> like, "Hey, you know, for all his faults, the guy knows how to make some music." These days, like, you can't even get away with that. But back then, I mean, she's—I think she's harkening back to a time where you could separate art and artist. Hmm. I mean, she wants that. She wants to listen to R. Kelly. She wants to support R. Kelly's music.
0: I think that's a stretch, personally. I think- to support R. Kelly's music. But she was making a better You're So 2000 and Late playlist than Surika made. Would Surika include R. Kelly?
1: Probably not. She's just not bold enough.
0: Look, exact bold is exactly the adjective I was going to use on Alana. F- on, on this point specifically. These playlists say that Alana's ambitious, thoughtful, nostalgic would you add to that?
1: Uh, no, I mean that really <laughs> hits the nail on the head there, Serena.
0: <laughs> We've got some Gavin DeGraw in here, some good some good country music.
1: I've never been I've never been a big country guy, but I mean Gavin DeGraw?
0: A lot so multifaceted.
1: I can hear him at Jiffy Loops. <laughs> I can hear him at the WMZQ Fest.
0: And we would be Remiss, to talk about these playlists without bringing up Alana's unabashed love of train. We've got Drops of Jupiter, parenthetical, tell me. She's got a thing for the parentheticals going, too.
1: Or is that just a train thing?
0: Hey, soul sister, no parenthetical. Drops of Jupiter, Parentheses, tell me.
1: Fine, they love punctuation.
0: I'm, like, looking for escape parentheses the pina colada song
1: i love escape
0: (laughs) clearly alana if there
1: was a fault it's probably escape and i get (laughs) that escape is not from the late 2000s but neither is blue dabba d
0: but we do have the sweet escape gwen stefani does that scratch the itch
1: no i mean nothing will ever scratch the itch for pina colada other than escape the pina colada song but i do love gwen stefani and frankly the world is missing her right
0: now And and we can't talk about Alana's love of punctuation and parentheticals without talking about the pinnacle of 2000s banger music.
1: I mean, it just again, hearkening back to Alana's unabashed fear of appropriating culture. <laughs> she just nails it with this one. I mean... The white world thanks (laughs) her.
0: So with this analysis, this scientific, thoughtful, researched...
1: I studied music. I took rock history in college. I gotta (laughs) see.
0: Based on these playlists alone, will you admit that Alana's 2016 year in music was the best year in music of all time?
1: Don't Worry Be Happy was tough. But I think her second playlist, the one where she clearly showed a lot of maturity and growth, which not very many people do on their second playlist. Proved your point. It was probably the best playlist of her entire life.
0: My work here is done. I'll call James. Thanks, Jack. It's been thank a pleasure.
1: You. Oh, well, thank you for having me. The pleasure's all mine.